Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring bum, 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 me. That's right, goddammit, John Wayne. I'm back, but hey, it doesn't just feature me today because I am a, a I, I am coming from an undisclosed location that is actually disclosed in Pennsylvania and with some of my very good friends. Um, this is a very special episode on location with the Southerns, Katie Southern, Wesley Southern, uh, Splatterpunk award-winning author Wesley Southern. Yeah, Sorry, get, he makes me say right. that. He you makes me that say that. Right. Uh, <laughs> and I'm here. I'm I'm on the road, as you know. And I'm I'm. They've let me stay in their house for a couple of days, so we're hanging out. We're drinking Miller Lights at 11 a.m. And uh, it's I have fun. A cider boy. Cider boy. Diet Dr Pepper boy. Oh well, you you do like to start hard and early. Mm. Uh, you. There's a joke in there somewhere. Um, well, what's up, guys? Uh, thank you for letting me stay at your house and, and hanging out. It's uh, amazing to see you. Yes. Um, I, I was told I didn't have a choice, so we're just letting this happen. Oh, it comes out now. Yeah. You, you do just let a lot of things happen, yeah. huh? That's how, that's how you're like, <laughs> I just, just let it Jerry happen. Just you. let it happen. If, can I throw chairs, then? If this is Jerry Springer? Can I be Steve? Who the hell is Steve? Steve was uh, the, his body is like a the, oh the big guy. dude the big bald yeah. dude yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah sure that would come out there. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, uh, do we want to share our favorite Jerry Springer moments? Is that how we would like to start? <laughs> 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 uh, when I was younger, uh, my grandma lived up the street, and like me and all my cousins lived on the same road, and so she'd be our babysitter while, especially over the summer while we were out of school and our parents were at work. Yeah. And the one thing she would not let us watch was Jerry Springer. But my grandma also couldn't walk very well, uh, so she had a walker, but we could hear her, you know, trying to get out of her chair, and because uh-huh. uh, she sat in the kitchen all the time, yeah. and, uh, and uh, like, if she had to get up to go to the bathroom, like, we had, we knew how long signal. it would take. That was the signal. Was the signal. <laughs> we had to keep it low, and then, like, we knew how you long it'd take from her. Watch Jerry <laughs> 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 we we knew that. how long it'd take from the time she got up from her chair to, like, walk past the living room yeah so we like knew how to perfectly time it i i did a i think a lot of kids probably did that i did a similar thing to that because my mom uh shouts out mom maza would not let us watch the simpsons for a while but that didn't last long we we broke that down real quick yeah but married with children was definitely off the table (laughs) and uh i i i started watching i found uh one night uh on a saturday night a, a a wonderful program on Fox called The Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. And I was hooked. Oh, and I was like, oh, that was the best thing ever that a young that, little that spry boner-popping boy like myself. What? I didn't know that was on Fox. Pretty sure it was on Fox. Yeah. I, it, whatever it was on, dude, it was on one of the yeah. the, 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 the network key, channels like networks, that I had on my yeah. TV. Uh, but I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. And I remember like, yeah, we would have the door closed or we were allowed to keep it cracked or something. And we could hear like the squeak in the hallway when my mom would come out of her room, so we'd know to change it. But one time we weren't even paying attention, and I was watching Glow, and she she all of a sudden out of nowhere, I hear my mom say, "What what are you watching?" <laughs> and I was like, "It's wrestling." She's like, "This is not wrestling." I was like, "Yeah, gorgeous ladies of wrestling, Glow." No, off off, and I was like, "Mom, it's wrestling, it's wrestling." And I was so upset that mm-hmm. I, every day that week, it was like a fight with my mom after school. Come on, yeah. let me watch it. So she finally was like, uh, all right, on Saturday, your dad, um, your dad's going to watch it with you. And if he says it's okay, then it's okay. But <laughs> he's going to make the decision. I was like, okay. Yeah. 
the last thing my dad wanted to do was watch any of Glow on Saturday night or whatever. So I remember he like came up there and he sat and he watched the opening intro and a commercial break. And then one of the matches started and he was like, this is fine. And he just left. And like, yes. Yes. I remember coming home every day and watching like an hour or an hour and a half of In Living Color. Like that was my, that was my show growing up. I was obsessed with that show. Yeah. And I loved coming home and watching that. that His was like parents let him watch thing. anything he wanted. I pretty much could watch whatever I wanted, other than I remember very specifically, my mother would not let me watch The Sopranos because they were obsessed with that show when it first came on. Why wouldn't they let you watch it? I don't know. And I it's not to. like, I, and it's not like I wasn't at age when it was on. Like I just, they just would not let me watch that. And for some reason, even though I watched every horror movie I could watch, mm-hmm. my mother was like adamant about me not watching that Francis Ford Coppola Dracula movie. I don't know why. Was it because of Keanu Reeves' accent? She just didn't want to. Probably, yeah. yeah. She's was, like, look, was, I know Keanu. you love Bill and Ted, but <laughs> yeah. this is going to blow your... But I don't I, care. I don't, Keanu forever. I really don't know why I wasn't allowed to watch that, because I didn't see it for the longest time until like maybe five or six years ago when I finally watched it, and I was like, yeah, this is fine. Like, Did she have a personal beef with it or I don't something? know. I really don't know, because I was staying up watching like all of Monster Vision and all the crazy shit that was on there, like Motel Hell. and it, It's weird what parents, I guess, get up their butts at times. That's true. What, because like, my dad was on a kick where he wouldn't let us watch MTV. And I, I he at just all, was on like, a, it, like yeah. it, TRL was the devil. Uh, this was like before TRL. Like I mean, we were younger, but <laughs> it was it was like at the point where they did have um, real world and mm-hmm. like. But I don't know what about it he thought was so mm-hmm. bad, but he just like then he'd forget about it for a while, but, and then like then he'd like get a bug up his butt. But he blocked it and quote unquote blocked it so that if you were going up and down on the channels, it would skip that channel. Yeah. <laughs> um. But what he didn't know is if I just typed in the, the numbers, oh, yeah. it would take me right there. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of block that was, but yeah, he made it. He did figure out somehow that like when you're scrolling through the channels. Um, you know, it, it will automatically skip it. But yeah, if you typed in like it was channel twenty nine for me, and I just type in two nine, and right there, it was, boom, like... there it is, dude. My got you, daddy, bitch. My, my parents had no idea that our cable had Cinemax, mm. but but it was weird. It was on channel ninety nine, so you had to type in ninety nine. It was like a scramble channel too because it was black and white and there was no sound other than like loud static, like white noise. But I would stay up, you know, as a teenager on Are Friday you and Saturday about nights. The scrambled stuff is that what you're not talking scrambled? About? No, it was just Cinemax. But so it, was it was all fuzzy. But it was it was black and white, and it was all like fuzzy noise, like it was just white noise. But I stayed up Friday and Saturday nights to catch the uh, Skinamax movies. To watch the Hooter movies. Oh, yes. absolutely. Yeah, I was gonna say that. That was another <laughs> trick. I when I went in that. Period of time, I guess, where we we started staying up like later than our parents, yeah. but still kids. And my they they started letting me like go downstairs and watch the the TV TV yeah. when they went to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just stay up and wait. Oh, dude, I was calculated. I'd look in the fucking <laughs> uh the TV guy channel guide, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds sexy. What is that one? Go in the back. Nudity. All right. 11.30 p.m., I gotta make sure that I'm downstairs. <laughs> and you watch that, like, on one, like, barely on nothing, and you have the remote set for, like, Last Channel or whatever, but to cartoons or something, and you're just like, look, and I, you, you if I could hear, like, the, again, the creak from the room, I knew to turn, to hit the thing. But yeah. We had a couple, I had a couple close calls, but oh, I think yeah. I ultimately I think we all got did. away with it. I think it. every dude had 
some close calls back then. <laughs> yeah. But no Sopranos, though. That's weird. Yeah, it's weird, and I still haven't watched it. <clears throat> Is that because it. your family hates Italian people? Uh, well, we're Italian, partly, so... I'm I mean, I'm Italian. hating Italians, maybe. <laughs> so they hate the Italian part? I was gonna say, that was... I don't all... know. I really don't. I guess just the... the... I don't know. I really don't. I can't even say Maybe the they were worried that you were a young, impressionable teen and You're that you'd want to join the mafia. The, ma- the Indiana mafia. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's called 4-H. <laughs> oh, hey. We could raise a sow this year. Um, yeah, for, for some reason, The Sopranos was one of those shows where, yes, maybe it was It was definitely not for kids at all. Yeah. But it was, my dad would got like, he so, loved it so much and he like was all like, yeah, this is my show, you know, and the, the, the mafia, it, it was like some people like, come on, let's everybody, let's all watch The Sopranos. You know, he would try to bring it. Yeah, we're watching The Sopranos. Never could I, like, whatever, like, you'd be watching this crazy violence and shit. And it's like, screw TGI Friday. Like, this is, yeah. It's supposed to be for families. This is we're the gonna, new family. No, yeah, family no Urkel, just big pussy. <laughs> and, well... <laughs> Well, well, that's a different yeah. podcast, but no. I, <laughs> big Pussy. That was a great name. I wish, you know, that's... I miss the days where you could walk around and call your friend Big Pussy. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. you can't anymore. Even as a nickname. But no. uh, but I digress. I'm sorry you didn't get to watch it. Have you watched The Sopranos since? I have not. Why is I've that? Been to, I don't know. I just... Is this going to be one of those things I'm where... Not a big, I'm not a big mafia dude. Like, I don't like mafia movies and, like, mob movies, so I just, no. just don't really care Because his mom said he can't. Because my That's mom said... I, yeah. Because Were you allowed to watch Goodfellas? I'm sure I was, but I just never did. Are you sure you were? No, I'm sure. For sure. <laughs> I, guess, I just I, never, I'm just never care for those type of movies. Just, I don't know. Yeah. No, that, I mean, that's cool. I, I did like, uh, I like those movies a pretty good amount. I mean, a decent amount. Bronx Tale, I watched when I was young, and I was, like, I think my first foray into that uh, have you seen that movie mm-hmm. anyway uh, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's about a kid who's like you know da- his dad's robert de niro drives a bus and you know he falls in his, his son falls in with the local uh you know uh mafia guys and starts running errands for him and you know, he eventually becomes one of them and he's this big I mean, contentious relationship with his dad robert who robert de niro i don't know who that is um bobby d who's that uh what do you not know who robert de niro is for real yeah He's dumb. <laughs> he's just, you know, like, he's just is this? Are you it. playing another? Is this a, one of your one of your thirst traps? Yes, you, put your shirt back trap. on, dude. Put your shirt back on. No, leave it off. Leave it off. <laughs> so anyway, it was a mafia movie that I liked a lot. But uh, yeah, Casino, Goodfellas. Did you watch The Irishman? I take it. No, she I did. did. Yeah. Did you like it? I did. I got a little bored at the end. It just, I mean, I get why it was so long. It just was a touch too long for me, but so I got a little, but I enjoyed it way more than I actually thought I would. Wasn't it almost like four, four and a half it, it hours or something? Very it was very close like to four, four hours. Yeah. I, and I, I, I can almost. It's I longer can pretty, than Return of the King. <laughs> I, I almost pretty much agree with you. I, I, I was surprised. I, I sat down to watch it like on Christmas night, like after we got home from making yeah. the rounds. And I just like, I got a super high. <laughs> had a cu- What? We're supposed to be watching a Christmas story on Christmas night. <laughs> Yeah, I seen it, but you know, <laughs> I wanted to watch that. I was like, I'm gonna watch it. Put it on, and I was pretty engrossed in it. I was, you know, very high, as always. Oh, mm-hmm. I forgot to tell everyone we did take care of Grandpappy's medicine before the show. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. I have a beer because I told you we're on vacation, kind of. But fuck, what were we talking about? Uh, watching the Irishman. Uh, yes, Irishman. I was really, in, I was into it. I was like, man, this is cool, and I was not as 
appalled by the de-aging makeup that everyone seemed to have a big problem or the de-aging CGI. Yeah. I thought it was fine. I was like, this is fine. If you wouldn't have even mentioned this to me, I, I would not even really thought anything about it. Um, they were just making fun of like specific scenes because um, that one scene where Robert De Niro is like who? stumping, <laughs> um, he like goes to stump on the the store clerk's face. Yeah, um, like the way he does it just looks like an old man. Yeah, oh is yeah, doing yeah. It. <laughs> it, I, it. That's true, but I, I suspended all of my disbelief. Yeah, and I was like, for a couple times I thought like, oh, that's good. It was uh, this yeah. is over. Here, oh. Oh, okay. But I I, I do agree. Like, when it got to the end end, I was like, okay, come on. Like, this is a little too much stupid shit. Let's just show him. Is he buried in the football field? Let's leave it at that or something. Yeah. It was great. I liked it a lot, though. Yeah, yeah. I love football field. What is this? The Jimmy Hoffa story or something? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that what this is about? Yeah. The guy Mm -hmm. who shoots Jimmy Hoffa. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know that this is what that movie was about. Yeah. Is that who De Niro plays? Is Jimmy Hoffa? No, uh, uh, what's his name? Ooh, ah! Oh, yeah. you got a great uh, ass! Uh, yeah, Pacino. Yeah, he, oh. he plays. Um, oh, okay, okay. He plays. Yeah. Wasn't Jimmy there Hoffa. A, a Jimmy Hoffa movie like years ago, too? Didn't, wasn't, uh, uh, Jack Nicholson was in it? Didn't he play Hoffa? Uh, are you thinking of Ernest Goes to. to Ernest Goes to Camp. Camp. That's what I'm thinking of, yeah. yeah. The Jimmy Hoffa story. The Jimmy Hoffa story. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, he was buried at Camp Crystal Lake and. All those years ago, <laughs> Jimmy Hoffa. Oh, what if he was buried at camp? Well, they should put that in a Jason movie. Jimmy Hoffa is at the bottom of the lake too. They bring him up. That would be cool. I'm just saying. I got to. We got to. We should pitch that for one of those Jason books. Oh lord. That Lombardo has. Do you want to come write one of these Jason? <laughs> yes, dude. Do it. Do it now before before Triana snaps up the rights oh, from me. Boy. Because we're already writing the 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 Roy book together. At some point, you know, <laughs> patent pending. But uh, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, Irishman's long. But anyway, what's going on with you guys? <laughs> it's good to see you. You know, I haven't yeah. seen see you guys too, since in the, in the flesh since Killer Con. Since Killer Con, which yeah. was a year, over a year it's been. Mm-hmm. Has it been over? Oh it my God. Yeah, it it's been. been because we already passed months. Scares That Care. We, man, Jeez. Jesus. Because we were even supposed to do the Wisconsin Scares for Care. And yeah, and that got canceled. That got canceled. That was like going to be one of the first kind of big ones not big one but like for all of like just horror specifically yeah, yeah. um ones for all of us this, that year but yeah yeah it's been a bummer with all these cons getting canceled it's been a bitch it definitely has but yeah that's, that's crazy that's the last time i saw you guys but we have been in touch you know we've done podcasts oh, yeah and, you know set thirst traps and stuff for each other <laughs> so I, i'm just gonna keep bringing that up that's <laughs> It is funny. <laughs> uh, she's she. Uh, I don't know what we were talking about down there, and Katie said that you just recently learned what a thirst trap was. Yeah. And uh, yes. and I I, I have uh, I'll admit, hey man, I'll get on with you. Like five years ago, I saw a stand-up comedian friend of mine say thirst trap in her act, and I had to ask her what it was. <laughs> but that was five years ago. We're getting old. <laughs> but I was like, oh, you mean like you know when I'm flashing a nip in a picture, and she's like, you know what you're doing. Uh, but like I just recently heard the term glow up. Have you ever heard glow up? I don't even know what that means. I, I just like I feel like I'm only thir- I don't know. Like something about like like raising your spirit, like someone raising your spirits or giving you a glow up. Something like I don't know, dude. I'm 33 and I feel like I'm too fucking. You need old to shine new, more. Yeah, these, these new glow terms. Up. Well, scripture tells us to not hide our glow under a bushel. Um, 
Gor- our gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Uh, <laughs> Glo- yeah, Glow Up is the sequel to Glow. <laughs> Was it a hashtag for Glow? Glow Up? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's coming back. We're going to glow up this place. Oh, no. uh, yeah, I don't I, I don't feel know. like I'm going to use that wrong, and I'm going to be angry, and I'm going to be like, you need to glow the fuck up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I really thought she was mad at me for a second, but then she said, glow up. She's like, fuck you, fuck you. Do, do you, uh, I, I used to, when I worked for Starbucks, I was around a lot of, uh, my high school and there was, I felt like I was plugged in to the, no, but now I don't even give a fuck. I'm plugged into what I want to be plugged into and what it is. Is this podcast with you guys right now? Fuck yeah. Balls Ooh. deep, plugged in. Dicks out. With all due respect, respectfully, uh, we, I gave consent. We are in a hermetically sealed bubble right now, <laughs> and uh, actually, we've all been in separate rooms since I've been here, and I've been telecommunicating. Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought me up through a, through a tele- well, rubber tele- hallway that you yeah. made, which was, was weird a, but cool. It was the the two door process. We let you in the first one. We sprayed you down, mm-hmm. and then let you. Then you were able to take the long hallway. Well, Sprayed yeah. down with kisses. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I was gonna say like the kiss spray down. Um, a nice touch, like a super nice touch, <laughs> very sweet. But like, I don't. Uh, Just a little time. Well, when not you too guys, okay, I'll tell you this. When you when when I went through when I and I came back around and I and you ran me through it the third time, I was like, <laughs> okay, this is funny. But like when we got to five or six, I was like, well, I just want to put my bags down. These kisses are nice, you know. But we eventually did. We've we got, been lonely. Yeah. I've been so lonely. It's been a long summer. Would you give me a kiss on the lips, please? It's so lonely out here. But no, it is great to be here and see people. And uh, great to be here and see people now. Uh, now you can hear me. Sorry. Um, but what, uh, you know, I mean, we don't have to, we can talk about anything we want, but you know, how, how's it been for you guys? Everyone knows how, what I'm doing every week. Cause I just, ad, yeah. as nauseum, as nauseum, as nauseum, uh, do you guys find yourself up here? Are you going to any places, uh, regularly? Like I started going back to my gym, uh, for the past like three months. That took a while for me to get used to, but now I feel comfortable and I wear a mask on my mouth and ass and, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I wiped everything down. What, what are you guys doing? Well, we've both been working and going. We both have to go to our jobs. So That's right. You are first responders. <laughs> we are first responders. <laughs> necessary. What do they call those? Essential workers. Essential, necessary first responders. Yes. <laughs> um, Thank you for your so, service. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we, like, there's still that normalcy. Um, but we, I mean, it's been, I, my two best friends we're all good. Like, we just have, all have that understanding. Like, as long as you know you weren't exposed or you don't have any cold symptoms or whatever, whatever they are, um, like, we're cool to interact. We're I thought just, you were going to say, as long as you don't have any cold sores. <laughs> cold sores. Just don't go. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I can, I got to see my friends. Um, we just limited it a little bit more. But, yeah. I mean, we're all busy people anyway, so... But are you going? You've been going back just like a regular kind of like grocery shopping, any kind uh, of. We never, never stop. Yeah, never stops. Yeah. yeah. The only thing we um be, uh, 
kind of became a bad habit is we get food delivered all the time. I, we do. We do. <laughs> I never wanted to use like any of the delivery apps. I would rather go pick up food. But yeah, we start, once we once we kind of signed up for Uber Eats and then kind of discovered... No, don't promote them. DoorDash. Well, I know. We were using Uber Eats first oh. and then we switched to DoorDash. And then yeah, we, DoorDash. We're, you know, looking for sponsors. This is not branded content, yes. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> On my podcast, Make Me Read Your Book, I... It's a crossover episode. You are willing to sell out. I am willing to sell out. <laughs> That's all right. Hey, and DoorDash, make us an offer. And, yeah, uh, we, we ended up abusing DoorDash, we, and we still abuse it. We hit and quit Uber Eats for you, DoorDash. Oh, I got I got sick of cooking for like the first yeah. month and a half, two months. Like, I love to cook, but I got fucking fed up with it because we don't have a dishwasher, and I'm to hand wash everything every night got old and i was like you know what we're gonna just order for here i actually do have a dishwasher that is wesley thanks (laughs) oh i I was gonna say like uh, you'll love this i do have a dishwasher and i don't use it i wash everything by hand i fucking hate you because (laughs) send it to me because it is cathartic for me to do it so i refuse to use the dishwasher i haven't had a dishwasher in any place i've lived since 2007 and I would do terrible things for a dishwasher. Well, um, like what? And, and don't don't cover your mouth when you talk because I want to get all of this in there. Um, <laughs> like what wouldn't I do? I don't know. I've always liked to wash dishes. So I'll, I always wash the dishes when Katie cooks, which is pretty much always... Uh, well, your your Katie cooks. My mine, Katie mine doesn't. So. Well, it doesn't. You know, we all do our parts. But we order a lot too because there's we're like friends with a lot of... Uh, you know the neighborhood restaurants or not even like just yeah. our friends type of restaurants so we've been supporting them trying to get takeout from there but then we have our mexican restaurant by us that we have to get like once a week oh, yeah. standing same order yeah, like it's here. just a uh, me sombrero shouts out we're looking for sponsors i don't know if you heard earlier uh <laughs> el, el rodeo can sponsor make me read your book i'd be very happy about do you that. have do, do you have good mexican food up here El Rodeo's good. I like El Rodeo. It's fine. It sounds um, el, el ridiculous that you would have good, wow. <laughs> good Mexican um, food. It's really, it's, it's, it's really generic, yeah, honestly. It's, I mean, it's a, it's definitely the more Americanized, um, you know, the chains that appeal to the white people. White people chains. Yeah, white. People it's a chain. Chains. Though, it's a chain restaurant. Uh, um, they have a, a few. Local, yeah, yeah they're local. Local. Fairly, fairly local around, but yeah, they're yeah. sit-down restaurants, but yeah. Do you guys like spicy foods, like Mexican foods like that? Or? I like I a little know, spice, but I can't. Um... Mayo's too spicy for me. Mm, not me. But... <laughs> so anyway, I, uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, I love spicy, like, stuff, because like, um, Katie gets this, my Katie gets this taco dish that has all these, like, fresh fucking jalapenos that are all chopped up, and then I end up just eating them. Sometimes it's a bad idea, but sometimes it's a kind of bad idea. Yeah. So it's always good. I it, It's just one of those things I like it, but my body doesn't. Yeah. So, like, I'll get a runny nose while I'm eating, and, like, I have overactive tear ducts, so I'll just, like, be eating and crying and sniffling, and it looks like I'm just a depressed... Just, just tell everyone you were doing coke in the back room. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you're trying to eat really fast. <laughs> No, so, I, I, I don't need it as much out of annoyance. <laughs> no, we we talked about that last night, how, like, I'm not huge about, like, I'm not a huge fan of, like, the food up here in PA, like, as, as much as I was back home. What's the food in PA? What do you the mean? The only well, that's, thing that's different is the pizza. The pierogies? Because I love them. That's my favorite food. No, I I like the pizza from back home. The the pizza like the Midwest like thin. Oh, okay. thin and this is a see. This shit. is a contention with everyone everywhere. The pizza is good here. It sucks here. I hate it. Look, dude. I miss I miss <clears throat> good barbecue. That's what we were talking about. Well, yeah, we were talking about barbecue. Yes. Um, and uh, sorry. Um, I just I just barbecue. Skeet You have that great a barbecue in Indiana either. It's better than out here. You eat at Mission. The burrito we have place. A here. No, I ate at other places too. Well, but there weren't that. There weren't as many there, but the further, further Midwest. Yeah. Well, either way, you're, you have to eat it. <laughs> you came to Texas and ate the barbecue. Oh, that's right. Yes. That's right. The Killer Con. But I forget. I keep, God, what is the name of that place that everyone waits in line for? That we were trying to remember. I, I don't remember. Fuck, it doesn't matter, because I'm what? never waiting in line for food ever. <laughs> what, in Austin? Even if we go communist and I have to wait in line for bread, I'm not doing it. I want a pass to get to the front of the line. <laughs> <laughs> you can purchase, for an extra purchase, you can get the easy pass. To the front of the line for bread? The, for bread. <laughs> yeah, there's a place in Austin. Do you know what it's like? Fredericks or... Oh, okay, uh, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, Franklin? Franklin's, that's it. Okay. Franklin's, that's the one where people wait starting at like four or five in the morning and they wait you you do and that here's the thing and here's first of all here's the thing uh here's a couple things you're waiting in line and and that was fun you know people bring card tables like you know and they play cards and drink Mm. wine in the morning while we're waiting for barbecue and that's great but you can wait in that line for six hours of your day and get nothing because they stop selling food when they run out so you could get to the front and they just flip the sign over and you're like and then what? Then you're wine drunk at a, like 11 a.m. or something. <laughs> and that's when you make bad. See, people think you make bad choices at night when you're, no, 11 a.m. wine drunk and hungry. Cause and, you're, and hangry. And yeah. You're thirsty, if you know what I mean. Uh, trappy, thirsty trappy. <laughs> that's when bad things happen. So that's why I, you shouldn't wait in line for food. That's it. I mean, it's not worth it. What are you doing? It just yeah. DoorDash it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like. Do you do you wait in line for food like special like special things or anything like that? Um, maybe yeah. like a food truck, but maybe. but not, not. They're not long. Like it's like. Well, I'm not talking about like yeah. queued up. I know like, he's yeah. Like, okay. like, like I'm just spe- like, like a we're place all specific. Every day is like yeah, no. just, Oh god, no. Like well, we gotta go eat at the you know is there the, anything like that here? The, the egg hooter or no, something. I don't know if anything that's like, you know. Stakeout like this just does like limited cream yeah. of crab soup. When it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, and it is banging cream of crab soup. So stakeout. If if you're local or if you're in the the South Central PA area, definitely check out Stakeout. They their cheesesteaks are probably the best cheesesteaks in the area. They're fantastic. Well, and then you also waited in line uh, for all all of the Harry Potter releases, right? At uh, midnight, I didn't. That was Katie. She's yeah. the Harry Potter freak. And runs in the family. I told my my Katie loves all, all Katie's. All Katie's, <laughs> all Katie's love Harry yes, Potter. all Katie's. Hashtag yes, all Katie's. <laughs> no, my Katie has read Harry Potter like fourteen times. Uh, every year she reads it. Um, we all sit around the fire and uh, listen to her read Harry Potter, and it's she it's dramatic. Reading. She does dramatic readings. 
She wears a hat. She has a sorting hat. (laughs) I've actually done dramatic readings to her while she laid in bed, and I stood, like, next to the bed, and I would do dramatic readings of Edward Lee short stories. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, foreplay's different for everybody. (laughs) And that's cool. I'm glad we feel comfortable enough, you know. I I usually just whip it out and say, let's go to town. Town (laughs) is my dick. I don't remember. I'm I'm very romantic. (laughs) Taking you to town. Pound town. Um... I, what story was it that I read to you where I, I closed the book after I finished the story? It was the just, baby one. The baby. The baby. That's like my absolute favorite short story from Ed Lee. And she just looks at me and goes quiet for a minute. And she goes, you don't love me, do you? <laughs> no, no. I'm doing this because I love you. Because I love oh you. Yeah. Uh, well, Wes, I'm at, we're, we're here in your... Uh, your fortress of solitude, your office, uh, solamente, uh, I don't have a genesis. Really. We're, we're in your, 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 your My thing. Library. We're in your li- libra- uh, library, and you've got a, a extremely impressive collection of books. Uh, you, you know, these are all because you collect them and you've got a bunch of editions and shit where. Uh, I was like, yeah, my books. And then there are, look at how arranged yours are. Mine are I'm in such so... a fucked up way that only I know where everything is. And yeah. Like, Wait, what, what order is this in? I'm like, well, what are you looking for? Well, I'm, I'm looking for Wesley Southern. I'm like, it's right here by my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so nerdy to the point where I have, okay, so like, okay, so take my Edward Lee books there at the mm-hmm. top. I see. I've got them in order from their release novels yeah. in order of release all the way to the last one. Then it goes to novellas from release to the last one yeah and then to like short story collections released to the last one and then any of the like miscellaneous like chat books and shit like that it is like that for quite literally everybody in here i think uh well at least most of the first couple shelves here but yeah that's how like ocd i am about those yeah when did you start collecting books like in this in this type of uh, capacity well, i guess or back in like Oh geez, twenty or two thousand seven, two thousand six, seven or something like that. When mm-hmm. I first started writing and then getting into just reading very heavily, and that was back when like a lot of those signed limited edition hardcover presses were around, like Delirium and Bloodletting, and and Cemetery Dance was bigger than they than they maybe they are now. But um, I just I loved getting these books and I wouldn't just get them just to sit them on the shelf like I actually read these books like I'm not I'm not one of those that's going to put it in like bubble wrap or something and never and just wait for it to like get more expensive I I wanted the books because I wanted to read them and and I love those beautiful hardcovers you open your toys and play with them oh absolutely that's me look I got a fucking pumpkin head from like the early 2000s that I opened. Are you, dude, I'm already friends with you. You don't have to try to keep impressing me with this pumpkin head doll. Every time I come in here, he's like, did you see my pumpkin head doll? No, but look, it's pumpkin head. And I'm like, yes, I know. It's very nice. It's very nice. No, I open all my, I have so many toys. Uh, it's ridiculous. And I open all of them because I'm cool like that. But no, this is cool. And like we, we saw Mike Lombardo's collection last night. Uh, shouts out uh, Uncle Charles, y'all. Mike Lombardo, filmmaker. Chardonnay. Uh, uh, generous lover, um, a special effects wizard, tender, ten. He's generous and tender, but yeah, you, these collections are 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 insane. Um, do, what you don't collect books like this, do you, Katie? Or are you? No, um, my books are just very sporadic of ones I either came across. Way I've I've gotten rid of books that I don't care about. 
I just kind of, I just held on. But, I mean, my collection's gotten huge with the the podcast because I'm just, like, buying oh, up. Oh, yeah. And the pod, I, let's talk about the pod. Talk, plug it. Plug it. <laughs> we, I know we yelled it earlier <laughs> at each other. Uh, <laughs> um, so my podcast is Make Me Read Your Book. Um, it's a podcast where I interview horror authors as a first-time reader. Um, so it's more about getting to know their different works and stuff and try to figure out the best place for me and the best place for you guys where to start, like what appeals to you most out of all the work that they've done. That would be a great, like first experience with that writer. So that's kind of the, the main purpose of it. And so, and and I, I try to support everybody, um, you know, since Wes is in this world and I go to a lot of conventions with him and became friends with these people as well. And, you know, I want to see them succeed. I want to help promote them and then support them by getting their books. Yeah, and it's it is a, a great show. I I enjoy listening to it. Yeah, you are wonderful on it, and it's got Thanks. the it's segmented. You intro, and then you have the interview, and then at the end you give a like a little synopsis of what you thought about the book that you read. Yeah, uh, I, I do like well, a review type of thing. Yeah, it's a, I, I don't necessarily say it like it, I do review it a little bit. I talk more about, like, my experience, and I pick out all the positives. You know, like, whether it was the best experience for me or not, you know, for the most part, I mean, like, the stories are always great, but there's always going to be some writing styles that just aren't for you, and, you know, so it's just a matter of finding what fits, uh, you know, the things. But at my taste, it's all over the place. Yeah, well, (laughs) you give, give, like, an unbiased opinion. You're just like, like, this is good for this... I like, yeah, I like to point out the positives in it all, because even if it, like, there might be something really good about it that just wasn't my taste, but that doesn't mean it's not your taste, so I want to make you aware of it. Yeah. Uh, so. My my favorite, uh, you should listen to my favorite episode, is the one that I'm on, (laughs) um, but uh, at the end of it, um, you, the, Katie read the cycle and you said, um, I was really happy that it was. And surprised how it it flowed like all in in it was, it was structured well because yeah. John Wayne is he's kind of all over the place <laughs> and uh, I was really happy that it wasn't uh, like that <laughs> I was like all right yeah. I, I, I take that as a compliment <laughs> yeah I I definitely um, you know I I'm very big into uh, structure and I I do have some issues with you know grammar. But I try not. I try not to let that affect me too much. It's just, I'm, yeah, I'm very sensitive to it. I went to school for it, so <laughs> I, uh, I I can't help but notice it. Um, but I try not to let that affect anything in the story. <laughs> you you went to school for grammar, and yet you say use all the time. Well, that's a. I I don't write that though. <laughs> <laughs> that's dialect. That's not grammar. Yeah, that's your mafia background coming. That's out, my right? Pennsylvania Dutch yeah. mafia <laughs> background. Well, we understand that grammar broke your heart one time, and now you mm-hmm. now you're very sensitive to it. I'm very sensitive <laughs> to grammar. <laughs> you ever been to a grammar rodeo? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They used it as an excuse on The Simpsons once. I didn't know if it was real. And you, you seem to know about grammar a lot. You guys are talking about how much you love it. Uh, yeah. Um, I love Kelsey grammar. And I love... Uh, oh, I love con- I love country grammar. I love country grammar. Great album. Okay. Yeah. Let's calm down. I'm into the, all types of grammar. So, Wes, how about... Uh, 
Um, you won the Splatterpunk Award. Mm. So we are. That's so. Whatever. Next uh, thing you got going on. Sure. <laughs> that was cool. We I, we did talk a little bit about it on Awesome Dude for Life. Yeah. But uh, on this podcast, you won Splatterpunk Award here recently for best novella. Uh, you know, beat out many talented people. Uh, but you made them eat your dust and you took home the trophy, which is not here because it's not made yet, <laughs> but it's alive in all of our hearts. And I am picturing it right by Pumpkinhead. Oh, so that way, oh, dude, that, and that's going to flow right really next, well right because then when Thanos. you're showing everyone the Pumpkinhead, it's your awards right there. So you could do one of those aloof the things. Real... Like You could be like, oh, this is my Pumpkinhead. Well, what's, oh, this is, what is this doing here? <laughs> this is my Splatterpunk Award. Dude, for, the, uh, the Pumpkinhead is really the real award. You know what it is? Yeah. It was the real award for all. It was always our, it our was award. Yeah. It was always in our hearts. <laughs> but that was really cool, man. And uh, and you've been just... Cra- you've got all kinds of great stuff going on. We Just this morning, we all jumped up and down. You got a, car- a carrier pigeon. All, uh, no, actually, it was like an owl. It like was a, an owl. A type yes. thing. <laughs> an Italian owl. Italian owl that was like, Hey! I'm walking here. Also, we're buying your books. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and I flew off. And then he said to say hi to my mother for me. I don't know what that meant, but... <laughs> say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> but you're working with an Italian publisher. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just got an email this morning about uh, how they're taking... Uh, well, the Are we Italian... had to break this news? Uh, well, the contract isn't technically signed yet, so I'll just say that they, the Dunwich, uh, my Italian publisher who put out One for the Road earlier this year, is taking two more books from me, and one of them happens to be a co-written book that came out just recently, Winkity Wink. So, yeah. Subtle. What? Very subtle. subtle. <laughs> subtle very subtle. <laughs> well, this is a... It's not subtle Southern for anything. I think so. <laughs> I think, uh... Do you think that this is kind of like your way of having revenge on the Sopranos for not? <laughs> you're kind of like infiltrating, you know, yeah. like the country with your work, you know, because you've had this whole grudge against the Sopranos for all these years. Absolutely. But you didn't even get to see the ending to be disappointed in it, and you still. Oh, I know what the I, I've seen the ending. I love the ending. I think it's ending. fine. Anybody that doesn't like it, can go piss up a fucking rope. What do you want, huh? They're just gonna have to disagree with you. Fucking want? Yeah, let's agree to Chris agree on that one. <laughs> it's a beautiful show. Anyway, um, yeah, that's really cool, man. Congratulations well, thank on you. that. Um, and uh, to to what. Uh, you know, and we'll see you later. So, Katie, back to you. Back to you. Where mm-hmm. is your Splatterpunk Award these days? Uh, um, I I had to hand them one. I was the Vanna White in the 2019 Splatterpunk mm-hmm. giveaways. I was there. So, so um, I I only got well, she, to hold them she for brings brief. letters, though. She doesn't hand awards. But she's the show. The showman, yeah. I she's so. the showman of the letters. I... I and I, I sincerely doubt the... that she would like to hear you describe her job as <laughs> just turning letters. Vanna White well, is so much she more. She doesn't even turn letters anymore. She, she touches the corner and they change. It's you know a, what? The letters light. move for her now. There you go. Yeah. She paid her dues, dude. Hell yeah. yeah. Did you see her movie? She was in a movie once. She was? Yeah, where like she dated an alien or something like that. Maybe she was the alien. Can't remember, but I'm pretty sure I went to see it in the theater. Um, what? I'm, at least, but, <laughs> But at least I don't like the Fright Night remake, so it's fine. Mm, you had to bring that up, didn't we? <laughs> no. No. Sorry. 
<laughs> yeah, Vanna White. Um, is she still alive? She's still oh, alive, yeah. right? Everyone. Yeah, her and Pat Sajak are still doing that show every week. Are they hermetically sealed every night, like bef- after the show? Actually, or? is that show still on right now? Oh fuck like, yeah! This? I'm a wheel watcher, dude. I'm not really, but I imagine <laughs> it has to be. I guess so. Well, hell, they just brought back uh, Weakest Link recently. You know what I saw they're bringing bad. back? Supermarket Sweep. No, uh, seriously. Yeah, I figured like a new they version? were. Yeah, well, really, because it's been on Netflix, um, and like they've been pushing it on there. Yeah, because I rewatched some of it, mm-hmm. and um, because I used to love that show. So oh, yeah, same they too. they probably did that strategically to like get people like, oh man, this show. Who's yeah? Then, well, it was on. Who's gonna host it? Yeah, it's um, uh, the woman. She was on Saturday Night Live. She was in Ghostbusters. Too. Oh, Kate McKinnon. No. Melissa McCarthy. No. Uh, the, uh, I forget. I, I don't know. Uh, the one, I, one from SNL? Yeah, the one from Saturday Night Live. The woman from Saturday Night Live. I can't remember oh, her name. Oh, um, shoot. Kristen Wiig? No, she wouldn't no. do that. She's too big for that. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't. Uh, I forget her name. But but she's she's doing it. Uh, I, Leslie Jones. Yes, Leslie, Leslie Jones. Jones. Oh, okay. okay Leslie cool. Jones, yes. Yeah. Uh, but, you know... I Supermarket Sweep has on been on like Tubi and shit like on like the low key for a while, so yeah. I would watch it on that. That's a free app, everybody on Roku. If you don't know what that is, but uh, they pack those things with commercials, man. God, they oh, really yeah. like to let you know yeah. you're not paying for this, but you're gonna watch this goddamn <laughs> we watched, commercials. We watched too. something on there recently where it's just an obnoxious amount of commercials during the movie. It was, yeah, yeah it, it was sometimes bad. I I I've I've stopped watching movies on. To be and <laughs> and, and some other things because I'm like there's this I was like I can't you're taking me out of the story way too much I can't yeah. do this I forget which one I watched uh that was good I thought I watched American Marion um, I've never seen Soska Sisters shouts out girls um, <laughs> and it was it maybe had like two or three pretty strategically placed commercials yeah. because I'm I was really into that movie I liked it a lot and I didn't feel like I got pulled out of it so I made sure I was like this this channel does it right there's a surprising amount of like free movies on YouTube there's so many free movies it's nice that, well YouTube is nice for movies that have been out of print for a long fucking time like the only place you can really watch Dead Alive is on YouTube right now that is hard to it find it is insanely hard to find mm-hmm. and it's like my new favorite movie so <laughs> <laughs> we should do a reenactment of the entirety of Dead Alive using the pumpkin head doll <laughs> as the rat. As uh-huh, the rat, uh-huh. <laughs> like like we, dude. We were t- we we were just watching the boys. Everybody, that's one of the shows I I, I talk about. I like the boys. Wes and Katie like it as well. But there's that little scene like I, where the his Homelander's son was making like the reenactments of the movies with his Lego guys, <laughs> yeah. but they were like terms of endearment and like uh, dancing with wolves. Dancing with wolves. First blind uh, spot. Yeah, a blind spot. Yeah. Like I was. Yeah. Uh, Homelander like rolls his eyes. I was like, yeah, I would too, dude. What the hell is this? <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to watch those movies anyway. Not especially not my kid's stupid Lego remake. Give me a break. <laughs> Anyway, you can, if you're, if, spoiler, if you don't like that, you can just fast forward through this part, but we <laughs> told you too late, so it doesn't matter. No, hell, I just, I just re-watched. And it was a crucial part of the boys. Yeah. That part. No, oh, yeah, I just gave away, oh, no, that's right, because the yeah. Lego crossover, oh, I said too much! <laughs> oh, we're gonna lose our sponsorship to, oh, no! No, I just rewatched uh, Stephen King's The Night Flyer on YouTube recently because I've had the DVD like twice in the past and lost it, and I just I love that movie so much, and it's the only place where I can watch it now. Yeah, you were talking to me about that. Yeah, 
Yeah, by the way, if your listeners have not seen The Night Flyer, they need to watch it. That movie is one of the most underrated Stephen King adaptations ever, and it is fantastic. No, it's not. Okay, my listeners don't have to do anything that Wes says, just so you know. So It's, it's a strong suggestion. Strongly suggest that you... Now, when you watch movies like that, are they pirated? Or, or are they just like... I guess. I mean, in the public there's domain. literally I mean, no way of watching this movie unless you own the, the very, very, very out of print DVD of it. I'm just okay. praying. Well, we have the FBI here today, so why don't you go ahead and show <laughs> Come on in, Agent. What? Tell them how you do. Uh, <laughs> no, it is. it does suck because there are, yeah, some of those things, there's, there's a lot of shit on YouTube. And a lot of it is pirated, but they get away. They There's tricks where, like, they try to, if you they zoom in uh, sometimes on yeah. the. Um, the frame, or they try to watermark it, or they because they turn like the yeah they'll they'll, they'll like mirror the, yeah, they'll mirror, the mirror yeah, because yeah. they're trying to fool the bots because the bots like yeah find all that shit on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I got like fucking I'm nobody, and like one of our commercial, one of the like fucking book commercials I did has like a snippet of a, a guitar solo from something, and they were like right away like oh, boom, wow. But they tell you like, well, we're not. You don't have to take it down, but. Uh, if you know, uh, if you're getting money off of it, we're gonna come take it from you or something. I was like, okay, I don't, just whatever. <laughs> something Which, weird like that. Was it one of your book trailers you made? Yeah. Which one was it? I've seen. I think I've seen most. Of them. I think it was in. Um, it was in the the second, not the first porn star retirement plan one I did, but it was in like a follow up one where at the beginning I like I turn around and I'm in like a, a chair without a shirt on and I have one of those gas mask bongs on. Yeah. And I take it off and I'm just like smoke and there's a guy standing next to me with a blazer on and no shirt. And I stand <laughs> up, I'm like, Hi, I'm author John Wayne Come, you know. You know me from that I do like a Troy McClure thing and I stand up and I put the he hands me the jacket and I put it I put on a sports jacket with no shirt and I kind of do a walk and talk with the camera and as I come through the door there's another friend of mine that's there in a sports jacket with no shirt and he's reading Porn Star Retirement Plan. I'm like, how you doing? But it's just like, me t- it's, I'm ask- basically just asking, like, you've read the book, now yeah. go review it. And then the last shot, I look down and my buddy's like on the couch with, with it in his hand and he's like in his pants, like jerking off. And he's like, he's like, oh, man, come on, I'm reading. <laughs> and, but, but right after that, it cuts to like the the card for like, you know, order whatever the book yeah and there was like a that my friend got from something and they they snagged it right away dude i think my favorite one i've seen of yours has been the one for ant poster that one was was fucking hilarious that one was a lot of fun to make nick p made that shouts out voodoo password uh account (laughs) but he kept saying like you need to be wetter man nick nick has this Nick really has this thing about things being wetter. He says wetter is better uh, when he films stuff because he's a filmographer. He's a filmmaker or whatever he does. He, he's a film guy. Very talented. He does all my stuff like that. But we did it in the green in front of the green screen. I told him what I wanted because that commercial is for McKenzie Transmission, which is the auto parts store that's in the book. So that commercial actually has nothing to do with what the book is yeah. at all. And it's just me being one of those like you know local fucking... Yeah. local guys doing your local commercial but nick kept saying like we i did so many takes if you listen to it like my voices start like you can hear like a it's like gravelly because i was screaming for probably like an hour like <laughs> doing those takes because i'm just improvising them and i'm like oh, no no this and that no no and he'd be like he'd be like, like big old titties yeah big old, he, he, he was like all right that one's good dude but um I, we need to get you wetter man <laughs> 
does Katie have a spray bottle? And like, yeah. So he gets a spray <coughs> bottle and he starts spraying me down. And then he like got some like some rouge or something from Katie. Uh, ooh la la rouge. And he like my face is so red because he just kept putting more and more shit on my face to make it look like I was all like you know super screaming and like ah, and just kept making me so wet in that video. So that was like my my uh, experience. But when it all came together, I was very happy with that one. It's really now, have you funny. Have, now have you seen like an uptick in sales with with have you seen any how do I say any any help with sales with like book trailers like if they worked for you um, have you noticed anything like positive from them coming out because I've wondered about that I've wanted I've kind of wanted to do them myself but I just I don't know how well they work I think that they do to some degree I think that like you also have to have a pretty good audience. I, I, yeah. I think when I was doing a lot of those, I didn't have a big audience yet. Right. I just like doing stupid shit like that. So maybe now, like more people would see it and it would get retweeted or re, you know sent. Yeah. But back then, when I did all those back then, like three years ago, uh, <laughs> it was just a uh, different. But yeah, definitely now I track all that shit, dude. I'm insane yeah. with tracking things and trends and how does what did it, you know, if I send a thirst trap, how did that affect my sales, <laughs> for instance? <laughs> But I, I, I'm on, I mean, I look at it from every time I leave a city, you know, what happens when I come, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So it does help a little bit. I think it would probably help now if I did some more of those, um, maybe like you, you know, I'm, I'm no Splatterpunk Award winner, but <laughs> I think that one who is one like yourself and horror author, Splatterpunk Award winner, Christopher Giana, <sighs> <laughs> could really benefit from some of those right now. <laughs> I think they gotta be good though because a lot of them are just like you know they just have pictures or something and some stupid music and yeah. some guy going like in a world where I wrote a book here's my thing and I guess that's cool but I always I just like to, to do them as funny as possible and, yeah. and different yeah. and make kind of a sketch out of it I just think I don't know it's just all in the way it hits people because it, you just never know because Here's the thing I got with those videos. Actually, a lot was a lot of people that like, oh, this is so funny, and it get a lot of views. But like, it, it yeah. was like whatever it was advertising was kind of lost yeah. because they were just like they thought it was a funny video. Mm -hmm. So I think that means I'm too clever for my <laughs> so good. <laughs> I don't think that's the word for it. Well, but that that was what I saw a lot. Now that yeah. I think about it, yeah, because. That's just, I don't know. Okay. That was how it was more then. But like I said, I, I just wasn't, I didn't have as much momentum then. I was just starting to figure yeah. out how to do things. I feel like you could have a really cool one for your one coming out in January. Because I know what, I'm pretty sure I know what that one's about. And I, I could already see, I could already, could, yeah, oh. I could already see. Uh, we can talk about it. It's been stuff. announced. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would well, stop. No, I think it's because I have my finger over my mouth, I guess. Oh, talking. yeah, yeah. Don't um, put your fingers in your mouth, sorry. dude. <laughs> No, I feel like I, I think you could probably have a really cool video made for that one. Well, I, so, I like you could have a lot of fun with that one. The idea, I do have an idea for that. The uh, it's called Major the Hellmouth, and it's about like whatever it's about it comes down back to this D and D style role playing game yeah. that this kid, like this guy, played when he was a kid. So I really want to do a commercial for that game, yeah, like an, a yeah. VHS eighty style commercial where like the you know little nerdy kids are like 
in a dungeon, like in a fucking wizard hat and shit. And they're like, yeah, I got you. Major the Hellmouth. You know, like the kids are like, roll the dice like, oh man, I have to go to hell and free. You know, like I'll take things from the book and the kids will say, like, that's yeah. what I want. But I need real, I need access to real children. And that's the problem. <laughs> um, now's the perfect time. You should get like um, demon or dragon costumes for your dogs. And then put them in the commercials. Well, here's the thing about that. See, a lot of, and you might know this and you might not, but I've been, uh, my dogs and I, uh, Boney and Cerberus. My dogs. My dogs and I, my dogs are doing, uh, we've been doing a lot of uh, Shakespeare this this quarantine. Um, <laughs> scenes from Shakespeare, uh, just getting them together. There's like costuming. Um, we did have some issues where, uh, you know, we were doing Midsummer. We were doing Midsummer Night's Dream, of course. And uh, oh, I thought you were doing Midsummer. <laughs> I, I, you know, and that's that's why I had to distinguish it now because when you say Midsummer now, that's the first thing people think of. But mm. in the theater, when you say Midsummer. <laughs> but anyway, Boney is a perfect puck, and he, of course, he nailed it and he got the part. But then Cerberus got all emo because he had to be Lysander and the lovers. And I was like, dude, look. This is gonna pay off. You gotta see, you know, this is you're not just not right. When we move on, when we do Taming of the Shrew, you're gonna be the lead. So we had some issues there just dealing with your, ego. Your talent and, for just and spewing bullshit. I'm not <laughs> Sir, this is no bullshit. We practiced hard. We got the little costumes made. And anyway, they've been working really hard. So I I feel like I want to keep their focus in the theater and on Shakespeare now on the Bard, the Bard, and then because when that's once they get into commercial acting, it's going to be down. I'm I'm not gonna, I'm gonna have to become a showbiz mom then. Yeah. And it's gonna go to their head because that money is gonna come. Yeah, but are they going to want to take roles, like, you know, in commercials because they're classically trained? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. But that's why I don't want necessarily. I want to keep them class. They have to stay the course now. And not get into the film TV side of it mm -hmm. until they've established. I told I've told them time and time again. This is going to pay off. This is going to pay off. This is not like math. This is mm -hmm. actually going to pay off. So as long as you know the the Rona doesn't keep us down because with so Broadway long. being shut down and I know that's know, why like, yeah it, no indoor plays right now like they're very limited. Shakespeare in the park. Right. So we're experimenting yeah. with some things. You know, we're, in the but, park. That's a good call, Wes. Yeah. The dog park. Shakespeare in the dog park. Oh, that is perfect. I love it. That will tour that. Oh my gosh, you gave me such a great idea. The boys are going to be so excited when I tell them about this. Oh man. Anyway, so that's what I'm doing with the dogs now. Yeah. Uh, well, that's good. At least you're doing some, like positive things are coming out of the corona then. But but not yeah. being positive. But not being positive. Oh, I'm sorry. Was I being too positive? Yes. Okay, sorry. About what? HIV? <laughs> your test? Uh, I mean, your COVID test. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, we're, um, what were you, were you talking about positivity? Were you telling she was being too positive? Or I thought you were talking about testing positive for yes. COVID. No. Yes, that's what I was. No, I'm being to. too positive. I'm too positive <laughs> of a person. Oh, and that too, yeah. <laughs> Well, I like positivity, sir. <laughs> yeah, you're the oddball in this. I guess. Are you going to be emo like Serby because you have to play Lysander? No, I'm going right. to be emo like like emo Spider-Man from, from oh, Spider-Man 3. That is a classically, classically emo. Yeah. <laughs> the devil's locking over my eye. 
And yeah, that's how you know you're bad. Did you ever have any swoopy bangs, dude? No. I had some swoopy bangs. I had long hair times. for a long time, though. It was pretty awesome. I had long hair I that so several much. times growing up, and I actually... You have long hair now. Swore, but no, yeah, but well, I, swore, I swore when I when I started, like, sh- before I like had this, what evolved into this haircut, which yeah, yeah. I refer to as the John Wayne, my personal stylist, Paige, uh, takes care of for me. Paige, shouts, shouts out. out. Thank you. Um... It was long. It was probably on my shoulders. But the thing is, and you can kind of see with my, I, I have my hair grown out now, but it, it, it like, I, it looks like a Dutch boy, like the little Dutch boy sometimes because <laughs> it curls up and shit. So that's why, like, I, 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 I use like, uh, what, uh, wax, dry wax from Paul Mitchell. That's all I'll use. Mm. And I let it build up in my hair for like five to seven days before I wash my hair again. Very disgusting. Um, but it gives me that, it gives me that greasy, Ethan Hawk look that I love so well. <laughs> and but I, I swore after that, I was like, I'm never growing my hair long again, ever. Like, I'm not doing that. Fuck that. But then I just have this like half hair and it was growing and I, I liked I didn't want it too short. And then I started getting it to where it was going behind my ears. And then I just started I I would tell her just don't just keep let it grow and keep let it growing. And then when it hit quarantine, I was like, Well, I'm definitely not gonna cut the length for this whole time. And I um, guess I still haven't cut the length yet. <laughs> so, but it is kind of curled up a little bit, but it stays kind of under control. But it's. Do you ever braid it? No, but I did when I was into corn back in the day. I had the Brian Head Welch braids. <laughs> As we, I think we talked oh, about, we were both him. big corn supporters. Yes. Um, I wanted to marry him. He turned country when country wasn't cool or Christian. He got all. He he's Christian. back. Yeah, he does that second. Well, the money, the money ran out. What in the hell is that? Oh, Siri. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Uh, sorry. Siri was listening about country when country wasn't cool. Uh, no, he got Algadi and he came back. His money ran out? Yeah, I'm sure his money ran out. Yeah. Oh, he definitely used it all on drugs. I thought he was into God after that. Well, no, when corn, yeah, when corn was, because uh, he left the band, he was all, because yeah, he was of his drug drugs. problems, yeah. and um, that's when he found God and got himself clean, and did like the second, like whatever it's called, second chance, second something. Doesn't second uh, second something, something. second not going to work here anymore? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that and then, because it was funny, because, I mean, he was gone for so long, and I just, I stopped listening to Corn a long time ago, that he was on those billboards when that, like, campaign first came out for that, and oh, and I remember driving, yeah. and I'm like, that guy was, looks just like Brian Head Welsh. Are they really? What was that campaign? And, now I remember, I remember I don't, that. I actually you are book. numbers two, or number second, second. You are second. Or something like that. Yeah, something. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I have I a book because that. my friend got me. He has his like testimony, like yeah. the the the, the comp- like the organization or whatever has a book, and he wrote about his testimony, and she like saw it and was like, "I remember when you were in love with him." <laughs> and I'm like never stopped, but um, so you got the book, so you have his <laughs> testimony now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she just gave it to me. Like she just, I forget. She just saw it like at a used bookstore or something. Did and, you read it? No. <laughs> Uh, but I used to have um, like VHS tapes of like you know they had documentary like I not had like that a, one yeah the one that was looked like a paper bag on the cover I yes. watched I watched that a billion times me too and uh um 
I used to quote. He dr- he, dr- he drinks the like uh, he pours cores on the floor and it's like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, who was this? It's the it's, I forget what it's called, but it's a corn. Movie. Uh, yeah, you could probably find it on YouTube easily. Uh, now, yeah, I have it somewhere in this house. It's, it's just like corn away. fucking t-shirts. Twelve bucks, don't bitch. I would do all those fucking things. I used yeah, to I'm hide like... six packs of cores in my uh, <laughs> in my little refrigerator that yeah. I won at school. And uh, drink them while I watch the corn tape. Oh, I felt yeah, so naughty. Because they liked Coors Light. So I, I I liked it too. Is that like Ozzy like snorting ants up off the floor and shit? Kind of. like they sp- They're just doing something. They're fucked up in, he, in yeah. the studio. And he spills a beer. He's like, you spill fucking beer. And he gets down and just oh, like drinks it up man. off the carpet. Gross. It's pretty cool. It's, pre- it's pretty cool. It's pretty it's cool, not man. Cool, dude. It's pretty it's rock and roll. Cool. What's not cool, man? <laughs> Drinking beer off the floor? Yeah, off a disgusting Drink this. floor. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he was on drugs. Like they were on drugs. If you so. put that on the floor, like a Hellraiser, like Frank would come out of the fucking floor somehow. Like, Why? Is like it... a beer, like a beer Frank. Do you are have you already pre-semen to this floor? Possibly. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> what this trapdoor is right here. I had a VHS c- tape that like I did doodles all over, like when the tapes that you know the stickers that were on there yeah, yeah. that says my corn tape. Anyways. And, um, yeah. And, <laughs> Back like, to the corn talk. It was yeah. only, like, the only thing, like, I'd watch MTV or whatever, and, like, anytime when, um... Tape the, the videos? I sure I didn't did, do that. <laughs> I, well, not... I, I did do it. I did the, the videos, but, like, you know, if, um... MTV News came up and they said it. You knew like it was gonna come back one again, so I'd yeah. be ready with a VHS. Be like, I have to grab this MTV News update. Do you still have this VHS? Thing? I do. Could we watch this? Um, if I can find it, I also have one for Hanson. I don't want to see that one necessarily, <laughs> but it would be pretty fun to watch this corn tape of all the things you have videotaped. Of you them. probably have yeah. like, the entire series of Together. Together. I have Together. Yeah, I have <laughs> Together was an MTV spoof boy band. Um, they made a movie called oh Together. God. Yeah. And they had amazing hits like I Want the News, Not the Weather. And, <laughs> so um, that means don't spit on me? Yes. Um, I mean, if we all had, had a little Chris, bit of that right Chris now. Mar- Chris Farley's brother was in the boy Kevin band. Farley. Kevin Farley. Um, but my favorite was... Rest in Power. Was their, their song about math, You Plus Me Equals Us. Um, I, or, <laughs> I, it's, I Know My Calculus. It means you plus me equals, equals us. us. <laughs> so they rhymed us with us. No, calculus with us. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. No, that's not that much different than Black Sabbath uh, what, uh, rhyming. Think about think about this comparison we're about to make. What? Think no, about, well, I know. I'm trying to rhyme. You're about to make before you do it. <laughs> no, they rhyme masses with masses in the song War Pigs. Okay, look. Mistakes were made. <laughs> it was the, it was the early seventies. They didn't. They couldn't do second takes back then. Right. You know, it cost money. They're like, "Oh, so you say messies and messies," and they're like, "Oh, did I?" And they're like, oh, "Moving on." And they did the next song. That's pretty good. Accent. So, that wasn't me, <laughs> guys. Shakespeare. I'm trying to change. <laughs> I mean. The dialect tapes that I, you know, and I left the dogs their dialect exercises when I went on the road, and I hope that Katie is sticking with them. Guys, because I'm going to come home, and if you are slipping, especially on the, you know what we're talking about, I am going to be upset. (laughs) Dialect tapes. like hold their hands up like that. Well, I do. To. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> nobody can see what you're doing yeah. now. Well, it's like the Italian, like the, the Italian like shaking the fingers. Yeah. <laughs> they do in his acting, you know, when he like when yeah. he calls for it. So I hope that they're working on that dialect. Yeah. So I, that that's that's maybe why I got a little bit of a if you're not good accent, then there. you're gonna end up in the doghouse. Oh <laughs> shit. 
Boom. <laughs> this will be your lowest rated episode. Boom. Best episode <laughs> ever. <laughs> I love this. I don't even know where to go from there. We might have to... I think we're going to wrap it up, actually. Dog, uh, we can't end on corn talk. Why not? Okay, what do you want to talk about, corn man? I'm not corn man. I didn't listen to corn. He was an ICP man. All right, we can stop now. <laughs> <laughs> Wes, where can, where, can every, where can everybody find you? Not in the ICP in your, section. In your, in your award-winning your award winning work, your ICP fan page. Okay, look, I... <laughs> I, I became friends in junior high with a couple of guys who were big time juggalos. And at the time, before I really Did started. Did they intimidate you into this? Into he was their juggalo yeah, yeah, I was the juggalo. <laughs> uh, Give me and, that. No, boy, it was at the pussy. time where I was starting to like learn. The juggalo boy to pussy. Find, yeah, <laughs> to find my own music. Right, and right. they got me into ICP for like a year. I think it was like either seventh grade or eighth grade, I think. And I was really heavy into them for like a year. And then I got really burnt out and I haven't listened to them since. But I guess you could say I was a juggalo for like a year of my life. Hmm. Interesting. So why have you not yet gotten the Hatchet Man tattoo removed? Oh, the Psychopathic Records Hatchet Man. Yeah. I got it removed. Why haven't you gotten it removed? Why haven't you? I don't have one. Oh, yeah. yeah, He doesn't have one. Oh, no. No. I definitely see see many Hatchet Man tattoos at uh, the conventions. And I'm all right with that. Hey, to each his own. To each his own. Everybody's got their own thing. Yeah, you also don't have a tramp stamp that says Fago. I did used to drink a lot of Fago, though. That was regardless. Gotta keep it real. I do get some Fago sometimes from the convenience store. Do they sell Fago here? Yeah, cheats. Oh, they they do. Because I I like um, diet grape soda, and Fago. how it does that. Curiously so. niche. <laughs> <laughs> I love grape soda. I like Diet grape soda. <laughs> you know, I just like coming into somebody's house. Can I get something to drink? No. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll just all, have a diet grape it's soda. It's all about the moon mist. You had to drink moon, moon mist. mist. I don't even I know what that, that is. That like, is that the Mountain Dew run? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I had no clue what that was. <laughs> I just know that like I can get, uh, I can guarantee you. I can rely on them for some diet orange soda and some diet grape soda. So, Fago it is. I have an interesting Juggalo story, actually. Go for um, it. You know how uh, there's, you know, they have, like, the gathering of the Juggalos, so they have a lot of bands perform. Mm-hmm. And you know how some bands, like, they're not, they, they, they become affiliated with the Juggalos, and they start doing the family and whoop, whoop. Do you know, uh, <laughs> do you, do you know a band called Head P.E.? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so... Those guys are are now like a juggalo band, I guess, or or something like that. Or they were like I, I went to see them because my friends in Downfall twenty twelve shouts out uh, were opening for them at this place called the Scout Bar in Houston, which is so it's the worst fucking place. It's not even in Houston. It's in fucking Clear Lake on the south fucking side. Fucking Clear Lake. Where all the fucking it's just like the ninety four five the buzz like bands come through or whatever. But Head P had a show there that Downfall opened for and. Uh, I was there, I was hanging out, and then uh, this this one girl, their friend, Ashley, uh, very, very pretty, she was outside, so there's all these juggalos, like, that are there, because everyone's like, he, like, you know, homeboy EP, or head guy's like, whoop, whoop, where are my juggalos? Like, all that kind of shit. So, she goes outside, like, on the deck or whatever, to smoke or something, and I went out, I went out there with her and somebody else, and this, one of these guys just, like, aggressively hitting on her. And uh, she just was like, Hey, no, my boyfriend's like right here and grabbed me. And I was like, hey, what's up, man? She's like, he's like, man, fuck you, man. You're not a boyfriend. 
And I was like, fuck you, dude. And he was like, man, where are my juggalos? Like, they like all started stepping at me, dude. <laughs> I thought we might have to dance or something. I was like, oh, shit. And that, the security kicked us all out. But, uh, yeah, it, I, that was my juggalo experience. You got served. I, would have been interesting. But, yeah, so I don't have anything against them. But, you know, I also my friend Paige shouts out that works uh, at that venue. I said she, mm. so she's been to many juggalo, con- many of the uh, ICP concerts. She uh, has a great story where um, she, she's bar. She's one of the bartenders. She's the guy orders a beer, so she turns around and gets it out of the tub behind her, and he just says, "Damn, girl, I hope a juggalo gave you that sweet hatchet wound." Oh my god! <laughs> so we that was like what was she, her reaction? Please, she, she was just like, "We're done here." Like. <laughs> Uh, but she, wow. but cause she worked with, I, uh, she worked at my Starbucks with me forever. Like that's how I have no page yeah. for 15 years. And she came in the next, like after that told me that, and I, I called her hatchet wound for the longest time. <laughs> very inappropriate, <laughs> very inappropriate work environment that we had, but it was with love. But, uh, yeah. So that makes uh, every time, anytime somebody brings up juggalos, I always think of hatchet wound. That's which is good. <laughs> So speaking of hatchet wounds, Wes, where do you, where do you where can people find your work? <laughs> www.hatchetwound.com. You know that's taken, dude. If not sure. probably is. It's probably like a Brazzers site or something. Hey man, stop advertising Brazzers on my website, dude. <laughs> my thing, they have not written back to me, dude. I have that thing. I'm trying to get reimbursed. Anyway, Brazzers, call me. Wes, call Wes. Why? Why do you want them to call you? Don't call me. <laughs> You want to be on the bank bus, don't you? I want to drive the bank bus. <laughs> you want to drive it? Holy shit. I don't want to be on there participating. I you just have want to, to be work the your way up, dude. First you have to be the bank bus jizz mopper. <laughs> then you get you clean the windows with the thing. You get the squeegee. And then you get to drive. And then you get to bang. Oh, no. It's a natural order bang of things. Bang bus driver. So bang bus drivers oh, aside, Katie, where can we hear your podcast? <laughs> I'm really good at segues. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not on hatchetwound.com. Sorry. But the, we but we will drop a link. We're working in there. on it. We're working on it. Uh, no, well, I'm, a, that'll that'll redirect you to yeah. your. <laughs> that'll redirect you to my site. Um, my podcast, uh, "Make Me Read Your Book," is available on all platforms. It, so, uh, I uh, my site's off Podbean, so that has the RSS code if you need it. And, but you can um, subscribe to it on. It's yeah, on it's everything. on. I mean, it's on everything. It's on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, um, and I mean, you can bring it up in any of your. You, like you use what Podcaster and uh, Podkicker. Podkicker, sorry. Podkicker. Now, what is that? It's just a podcast like app where you can just add your podcasts that you want to listen to on there. You search for it, and then you just add it, and then like you just hit refresh, and it'll bring it'll it'll refresh every one of them. And then it, oh, it so it's little, like an it has, app. Yeah, it's it just a little. Like, if it has a little plus only... symbol next to it, yeah. <laughs> if it has a little plus symbol next to it, then the yeah. new episode's up, ready to be downloaded. Okay, well, I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> now so, that you mansplained oh, what a pod app is, thank you for him. mansplaining that. <laughs> I, thought you really wanted to I did want to know. Uh, I was I, no, I was actually going to do a joke, but it doesn't matter. Um, do it. So hatchetwound.com hatchetwound.com you have wesleysouther.com right? Uh, yes yeah that's what it is um, and you have a blog there and stuff right? yeah uh, and your yep. books 
and uh, so all 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 jokings aside and um, salads, you guys, I love you both. Thank you for we letting you. me here, too, be here, uh, and and being on the show again. Please, everyone out there, check out uh, Wes's books. Um, uh, he he's a Splatterpunk Award winner for a reason. So check that out, and please listen to Katie's podcast. Yeah. Make me oh, read your book, especially the one, one with starring John Wayne. Ever mentioned one for the road? Oh, I didn't even say what the book was. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Fucking one for the road won the award, but because we want you to work for it, people, look him up. <laughs> but check out all this stuff. Listen to Katie's podcast. Subscribe to it. It is a lot of fun. Uh, not just the one with me on it. The other ones are pretty good too. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and do that and, uh, you know, rest in power, everybody, uh, cause we all die this week and, uh, be sure, oh, be sure to t- tune into, uh, Shakespeare in the Park, Dog Park with starring Boney, uh, as Puck in our version of A Midsummer Night's Dream. And thank you very much. I bid you adieu. <laughs>